0: Today is Tuesday, January 23rd. The title for our devotional is Be Holy. Yesterday we saw Peter's first imperative to set your hope fully on the grace that will be brought to you at the revelation of Jesus Christ. Today let's look at the second one. 1 Peter 1, 14-16 says, As obedient children, do not be conformed to the passions of your former ignorance, but as he who called you is holy, you also be holy in all your conduct. Since it is written, you shall be holy, for I am holy. The second imperative in this section is to be holy in all our conduct. Here he is using holiness in the sense of moral holiness. Holiness refers to being set apart by God for special use, and this implies moral purity. Christian character and behavior should be different than the rest of the world. He mentions a number of important things about holiness here to take into account as we read as well. Christians, he says, are to be holy in all their conduct. Holiness in the Christian life is not to be relegated to Sunday mornings. Our behavior is not to be divided between sacred and secular time. Our behavior must be holy in all things. We're not justified in being holy on Sunday at church with one group of people and then being totally different on Monday morning with a different group of people at work or Saturday night when we're out with our friends. Our holy conduct, he says, is a result of who we are. Remember, he begins in verse 14 with, "...as obedient children." Obedience was the most common quality that characterizes a child's relationship to their father in this culture. Obedience to God as our father, then, should characterize our new birth. Again, how we live should flow out of who we are. Our identity informs and defines and leads us into living a certain way, behaving a certain way. We have to have this identity established first. This obedience to God as our father means we must first be deformed from our previous way of living. Peter describes this as passions of your former ignorance. Remember, he's likely writing to both Jews and Greeks who have committed to following Jesus. In their former life, they lived in ignorance of the gospel. They were passionate about things that really weren't that important in the grand scheme of things, but now God has changed their passions. This is a great way of describing life before Christ. Before Christ, we are passionate about ignorant things. We're passionate about buying more stuff even though we know we will never have enough. We're passionate about our sports teams even though we know that they will let us down next year, especially if you're a Bears fan, as I sadly am. We're passionate about our reputation, which leads us to stress and anxiety. We're passionate about our health, which unforeseeable circumstances can take from us at a moment's notice. We're passionate about success, when we know from watching successful people that doesn't equate to a full life and a healthy soul. We're passionate about pleasure when we know that that leads to emptiness. So before we are formed for obedience to Christ, we must be deformed from the obedience to the passions of our former ignorance. Finally, God is our standard of holiness. This is a quotation uh, from Leviticus 19.2 that Peter includes here, Be holy as I am holy what God says is good and true. We are not permitted to define what is good and true for ourselves. We're not permitted to define holiness on our own. We're not permitted to behave in ways contrary to God's law, even if it seems expedient in the moment. We are never justified in doing what is evil to bring about a greater good. The ethical imperatives of God are absolute. This also means that His holiness is our standard. Of course, we will never reach it but that is what we ought to strive for. This is Peter's emphasis here and how he's using it. Of course, our holiness and our righteousness is in Christ, without which we would never be in the presence of God. Then our righteousness is in Christ, however, doesn't negate our desire and our longing to live a holy life, as God has called us to. As our loving Heavenly Father, which, remember, Peter constantly reminds us of in this book, God has revealed to us the best way to live that fits best with the reality of the world, and is truly best for us. So we would be fools to not follow the way of life that he has outlined for us in Scripture, the way of holiness and righteousness before God. Reflection time today, a resilient Christianity lives in holiness. It knows our holiness is in Christ, yet still strives to be holy because it is the best way to live. It knows God is our standard for holiness, and although we will never fully reach it, we aim for it. Do you view holiness to God as an optional right or policy to the gospel? Are you pursuing holiness in only some of your conduct? Today, if you find those to be true and invite you to repent of those, surrender everything to Christ, all the areas of your life, commit to living a life of holiness before God. Simply pray, God, I want to be holy in all of my conduct as you are holy. Empower me through your spirit to grow in holiness today.